Welcome to Couch Critics Canada. This is toe-to-toe in 60 or so Christmas songs edition, where we will be doing a beatdown style top five of our five favorite Christmas songs, poking fun at each other's, finding common ground, all of the fun stuff you would expect from myself, Brian Smith, my friend, Tim Carr. Hey, folks. And my other friend, Aaron Chalupa. Insert Aaron's <laughs> hello here. <laughs> uh, and we have hello, Aaron Chalupa with everyone. us. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. It's Aaron. Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> Not so let's delve into our top five favorite Christmas songs. And for the sake of time, I will just jump in and go first. Do it. And then we can have Aaron last so we can enjoy some soup. Number five, The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I don't think I've actually heard that song. That's awesome. Is it a parody of something or original content? It's a it's a parody of a, a Soul Asylum song. Funny enough. Uh, called Black Gold, I think. If I remember correctly. Yep, that's... Uh... Soul Asylum, Black Gold, yeah. This is apparently Black Gold Soul Asylum. Um... Down in the workshop, all the elves were making toys For the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys When the boss busted in, nearly scared him half to death Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath from his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo Like a big fat drunk, disgruntled, yuletide ramble And he smiled as he said, with a twinkle in his eye Merry Christmas to all, now you're all gonna die The night Santa went crazy <laughs> You can't go wrong <laughs> Um... Then he took a big, then he took a big flamethrower, ate barbecued blitzen, and he took a big bite, said it tastes just like chicken. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing, the whole, the night Sam went crazy. It's a great parody. It's absolutely hilarious. Maybe one of Be- Weird Al's best songs, uh, and that's that holds it in high regard. Same album as uh, Amish Paradise was. Uh, Bad Hair Day, I think, was the name of the album. That is my number five. My number five is You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I love, love this TV special. Not even a Christmas. Not even a Christmas doesn't count. (laughs) You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Uh, whenever you hear it on the radio, I love the original version. I love the way that the uh, animated show looks and pops and crackles because it was—it's just that old. It's so fucking good. We all know how it oh, goes. Oh, the audio is amazing. The audio is like static, isn't it? Yes, the static. Thank you. Between the two of you, I would probably pick the seasick crocodile. Mm. Uh, fantastic great fantastic. pick both of you both of you 
I haven't heard that Weird Al one, but I will have to check it out. Chalupa, have to listen. Thank what's you, your number five? My number five. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, won't see another one. You were handsome, you were pretty, queen of New York City. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. Sinatra was singing, all the drunks they were singing. We kissed on the corner, then danced through the night. The Pogues. The Pogues. Fairy tale of New York. Awesome, awesome fucking song. Very underrated, and everyone forgets it. Like, they'll be like, oh, you know what's a really good Pogues song? This song. And then we'll be talking about Christmas songs the next hour, and then, like, no one will bring it up. Which, to me, is just a sin. That's a um, wonderful build up uh, great back and forth good duet if you want to do a karaoke uh, and then like even like just the instrumental at the end and just the percussion and everything really bring it uh, bring it home for me uh, yeah and the Pogues great musician uh, sorry great band in the end uh, <laughs> yeah yeah this, this, this song holds holds quite highly with myself and like drinking and singing random songs to my friends. It, it, this song could be sung any time of year, but especially around Christmas time. That's it's a solid, solid choice. It's, yeah. it's a solid choice. I like when we, we get some some lesser known... I, w- I wouldn't call it hidden gem to anyone in here, but probably to some of our listeners, it's a good hidden gem. Uh, yeah, over, overlooked, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I it's not one you really think of, like, oh yeah, that one. Brian, what's your number five? Or, no, you're number four now. My number four, we're going a little classic here. I'm going with It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer oh, That's a really good song. Yeah, uh... I thought long and hard because my list isn't uh it's it's definitely there's some popular christmas songs in it uh for sure but when i look back at kind of classics like the bing crosby's uh the burl ives all that my list doesn't have a ton of them but it's the most wonderful time of the year by andy williams uh it's just it's one of those christmas songs i can hear over and over and over again and not get sick of Mm. it's uh and it's featured in pretty much every christmas movie you like so <laughs> yeah that on top of it not much more commercials I can say everything yeah uh my number four is trans-siberian orchestra christmas eve the one that... oh yeah yeah <laughs> i uh i really like you office you office fanatic <laughs> the uh <laughs> the communal aspect of christmas is always big for me like when it's a shared experience it's a lot of fun so like the idea of going to a theater and seeing this has always been a a big bad desire of mine i think that'd be really fun i used to go to church a lot but uh i don't often go on uh midnight mass anymore so uh didn't we all all. (laughs) this would be a far more pleasant experience other than staying up until midnight i'm too old for that (laughs) 
Chalupa, what's your number four? Number four, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen by the Bare Naked Ladies, along with, oh God, forgetting your name. I right included now. something because it's Canadian. <laughs> no, 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 no. To me, this is really fun. It's got like that kind of like that gypsy jazz kind of vibe. It's like, you know. Intervention, intervention. Count me out. We can't count you out. He listens to you. Well, he also listens to the bare naked ladies. Go get their dumbasses to help you. <gasps> whoa, whoa. Back it up. Okay, Jeff, you are clearly in a bad space today, but Pierce is our friend, and the bare naked ladies are triple platinum. Are you? Why does everyone leap to defend that band so aggressively? And how much stuff do we have to go through this year before my friendship stops being questioned? Well, maybe friendship is about going through a lot of stuff, Jeff. And maybe BNL has two Billboard Awards to your zero. Oh, okay. They're, they're BNL now. We need a shorthand for the bare naked ladies. That's how fundamental they are. Yeah. Fundamental. Yeah. You know what Pierce probably needs more than anything? Some space. Maybe I do too. You know what? Maybe we all need some space to pull the knife out of the back of the most celebrated Canadian alt-rock band of the mid-90s, you selfish, jaded ass. This is a fight. We are fighting. Wow. Take it a stab at BNL. That is a great song. I completely agree. Oh, it's a fun one. Like To me, it's actually a... Like, and this is where I found it really tough was to pick actual songs and not just albums is this was actually a really, really, really good song. I wanted to include uh, I saw three I saw three ships just because they have a good little like mandolin kind of solo involved. But I was like, eh, it's not that good. It was only like a minute and a half long song. I can only pick so many like shortened versions of things in my lists until Brian snaps. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this this one is really fun, and it's not Chantel Kreviazic, is it? it? Who is it? Who is the female? Tell you right now. Checking young Brian. Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Canadian. As well. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, your, uh, number the, the reason I picked four. this, the reason I picked this, pardon me, uh, the reason I picked this, shut up, I'm not done yet, Tim, uh, is that it's, it's a fun one, a, a nice, uh, more modern adaptation of the song, a uh, very old, typical song, religious song, and uh, it's just fun, and a uh, good little change to it, and wonderful, wonderfully sung by, you know, Sarah McLaughlin and uh, ladies, before cocaine ruined them. Yeah, they came back once they lopped him out. Yeah, and he's still like really bitter about the whole uh, Big Bang Theory theme song. He wants money in that for whatever reason. They made yeah. millions and millions oh, off that. More, more song. than they've ever made as a band their entire career. Yeah, ridiculous. Anyway, Brian. Yeah, Brian, what's your Brian's number four? Explode or three? My number three is. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. And people can hate on uh, hate on Christmas all you want, but Mariah Carey, back when this song came out, pipes. Mariah Carey's voice back when this song came out. You could say, joke about like when she tries to perform it now and how she's a hack and a has-been and lost her voice and didn't take care of herself because that's a billion percent true. But when this song came out, fantastic. 
You've, uh, Sucking Nick Cannon's you've, dick. You've, well, this song came out well before that. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, why is it That's, ruined now? All the swallowing is probably, or she swallowed more, maybe the protein would have helped. <laughs> it was just too big. It damaged the vocal cords. Fucking yeah. damn you, Nick Cannon, and your large penis. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you ruined Christmas with your giant cock. Damn you, Nick Cannon. You can't. This obviously, it, you can't hit the Christmas season without hearing this song. It's a, it's a staple of every. You can't avoid it. Yeah, you can't avoid it. But it, there's most Christmas songs you can't avoid. Right? Like there's, you know, the night Santa went crazy, or like the Pogues, or even the Bare Naked Lady one. Bernie Lady's one I still hear relatively frequently, right? But it's hard to find songs that you don't hear too often. I have a couple on my list uh, that almost broke the top five in my honorable mentions. But for me, this is classic. This is Mariah Carey at her absolute best. I think Mariah Carey's voice was fantastic. It's a shame to see someone fall so far from grace. And there are different ways people fall. Someone like Whitney Houston falls to drugs yeah. uh and that fucks her up mariah carey fell to just not taking care of herself completely so it's an absolute shame uh because this is a christmas staple for me yeah Damn. to you Tim, uh, for your so, number three where are you christmas by faith hill because the jim carrey grinch is amazing and this was on cmt all the time it's a beautiful, wonderful Christmas song. Man, we we have some different choices. <laughs> Where are you, Christmas? How can I find you? You know, Tim, I thought I liked you. Well, because I, I have we amazing friends. taste. Uh. Yeah, Aaron did not like either of our number three choices, Tim. I think we should shit on his, <laughs> regardless of what it is. We need to. We need to you definitely will. Him. You definitely will. But if you do, you're. Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? Where is the laughter? You. It's iconic. Even the music video is iconic. You're gonna be like, yeah, you just picked this because of that. Uh, it's bad religion. Oh, come all ye faithful. <laughs> wicked, wicked track. Uh, not just done by them, but in general. Let me Google it. A great song. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. And Bad Religion does a great job on the whole album. The whole album is just amazing. Uh, but this one in particular, I believe, is my favorite. I told you, Brian. People are going to shit on my list here. Still list. Googling it. Okay, I'm on Spotify. It's in a list. Edgy songs for grade 11s in 2007? Okay. okay. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you can also follow my uh, my Christmas playlist on uh, Oh Holy... Uh, uh, Silent Pint 
Holy Pint, I think that's what it's called. Actually, it is a legit uh, playlist on Spotify. Nice. Uh. <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got a good mashup in there. It's got a great mashup. I, I'm going to tell you, I've never heard this song, but the second you said, Oh, come all you faithful by bad religion. <laughs> Should have went to bed. <laughs> I can see that being at a bar listening to that. Fucking right. Is when you get yeah. tired of the same, like, you know, like monotonous. Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Bing, Bing Crosby, Mariah Carey, <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. I could imagine getting a lackluster 15 taller lap dance by a girl that's just dead on the inside to that song. Does Brian Adams have any Christmas songs? He does. Run Run Rudolph. Uh, I think he actually has a whole album, if I remember correctly. Probably. I don't know. My parents Brian love him, do. so I wouldn't be surprised if we had an album kicking around. Bon Jovi. Oh, but what's what's what, what's that series of Christmas albums called? It's just like another Christmas album or some shit. Just like a... mm. Chaloops, I'm gonna toss it to you, buddy. What is your number three? I, mean, I just did just my number three. It. Oh shit! Then we're going to Brian. <laughs> you were laughing so hard you forgot. I'm going on to Brian. My number two number is two. uh is Christmas in Hollis by Ron DMC. No way! Wow, yeah, that was coming. Wow. Yeah. Back to Christmas. Do you like a movie uh, with that song in it too? Yeah, I pick. Uh, I mean, there's lots of movies that have this song because there's not that many Christmas rap songs, and you know it's actually Racist. a good song. There's not Racist many. Holiday. There's not many hard rock Christmas songs either. But I don't see Bad Religion featured in a lot of movies. Maybe because it's doo doo. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'll, I'll have to take a listen to see. All right, there, Buster Rhymes saying doo doo. <laughs> listen, I'm bringing doo doo back ever since uh, like two years ago. One of my Twitch emotes. One of my Twitch emotes is doo doo. Like it's actually a poop. <laughs> the emote is doo doo. Uh, yeah, Christmas in Hollis is classic. You know, yeah, good adaptation. Yeah, mom's cooking chicken in collard greens. Uh, I don't know. There's not much more to say about that. Like, run DMC. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park. I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear. Looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer. But then I was yelling through the man at a beer. And a bag full of pity, 12 o'clock at night. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone. job of bringing the production value i think is important you have you have good production you know you can't have the greatest bars when it comes to christmas you can't have these crazy dense great bars but it's fun it's uh it's an instant classic it's something that when when it comes on i'm like yeah it is christmas time yeah it is christmas in hollis queens you know what that means it's Christmas in Meadowvale. <laughs> it's Christmas in Milton. <laughs> I, I just love the brass in it, man. It's like so yeah. sassy and aggressive with his brass. It's like, 
Yeah, it's so great. Uh, the brass is great in it. Um, there's a comedian I follow, Kelsey Cook, and she, her dad plays the sax. So anything that has any sort of brass, they always make him redo the songs. And they do like, uh, oh, he plays the, not, why do you say sax? He plays a trumpet. And anything, uh, anything that he like, he literally replays anything. And uh, he makes some fantastic compilations, and this was on one. Uh, absolutely loved it. But you know, you got Rev Run. You can't go wrong with it. With uh, with Rev Run, you absolutely cannot. So, Run DMC, Christmas in Hollis. Mm. On to you for your number two, Tim. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas, Judy mm. Garland. Now. Mm. I was talking this list over with uh, mom earlier and she started to roast me because she said Judy Garland has one of the worst fucking voices in all of history. Why would you pick that? But I I think there's something to be said for bringing in the old with the new. I think Christmas is very nostalgic for most people. And uh, I don't know. It's just a classic. It's a heavy one, man. You hit certain like points that song and it really like makes you want to be around family and you know, like all that kind of stuff. Like, especially when they put it in certain parts of movies. Yeah. Ooh. So, so why Judy Garland's version? Because I'm thinking like Sinatra, obviously his version. Uh, Buble has a version. John Legend. John Legend's version is pretty good. Even Sam Smith has a good one. So I, why Judy Garland specific? Um, just the 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 tone of her voice. Like that's the the song that I would listen to in the back of my grandmother's car. Like so, it's mm. it it strikes differently. I think you could make a serious argument that other people have better versions, like Sinatra. Of course, you, you you're not gonna be fucking Sinatra, but when when you hear that, that is Christmas to me. So I think it's it wins because of the meaning. Diving into it a little bit, this might be a more of a. A psychologist point of view is because it's more of a female voice and it's just like maybe like a grandmother or mother like t- speaking to you about it opposed okay. to like a, a deep voice like baritone male in, in all fairness I Before mean I it's the you. original version yeah, yeah. Right? so in, in all fairness right like we're looking at what Meet Me in St. Louis came out in 1944 Meet Me in St. Louis yeah, St. Louis. 1944. Birmingham, Alabama. Interesting. Vacationing yeah. in the neighborhood in Southside, Birmingham when he came up with the song. It is interesting with, um, you know, when, like, who released it and then their poll and uh, how that resonates with some people because, you know, like, sometimes it's like, oh, the original is so much better compared to, like, this one or blah, blah, blah. Do you guys have so. a favorite version of that song? I do like the Julie Garland version a lot, but like I think I would rather go with Sinatra just because he is a really good singer. Yeah, and he's so iconic, obviously. But <clears throat> um, maybe Ella Fitzgerald's version. Mm. Oh snap! Maybe. Um, I like John Legend's version. I I'm not a big fan of Bublé's version of this. I think Robin did one as well. It's not very good. But yeah, maybe uh, maybe John Legend. John Legend's version of it was pretty solid. 
fucking Michael Bublé showed up on a Canadian TV show recently, and it was the funniest little scene that I had uh, seen in a long time coming from anything based uh, on Canadian, uh, like CTV, CBC. This drug it in there, too. How how your mom said it was really funny because Julie, Julie Garland couldn't sing her way out of a, a wet paper bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom used to say the same thing with Christopher Plummer from uh, Sound of Music. Like paired up with <laughs> Judy, uh, Judy, pardon me, uh, Julie Andrews. Uh, it's just like, oh my God, like Julie Andrews is just a fucking legend. Absolutely, like, like a god among music. Uh, amongst music. And then you have Christopher Plummer that is like, fucking dead trout trying to sing and i'm like i don't know he does a good enough job for what he needs to do he's a fucking austrian like nazi military commander not a not a you know vocalist <laughs> yeah. michael buble had a bit part on corner gas buble buble is uh so i've seen buble live multiple times Ooh. and um i've also seen jan arden live multiple times and oh. they're really good friends and they make fun of each other more than any two artists I've ever seen. And it is deep fucking cuts. It was the Jan Arden show that he was on. And he like showed up and he was supposed to be in love with Jan. And Jan's like rejecting him as he's on the front porch begging her to come outside and sing with him. I still love you. Listen, you're confused. I'm not. You are. I'm not. I have a very powerful voice. Often people hear it, they become amorous. I assure you, it is not love. It's just an incredible talent. That's it. No, no, you can't be that. Because I also have an incredible talent. And I don't love myself. Explain that. Bublé, this is a very important day for my mother. She has this dumb rule about no drama. And this is drama! Michael Bublé? You're my absolute hero. I love you, man. Who is this guy? Are you the boyfriend? No, no, I'm your sister's dad. My mom's old sperm donor slash current boyfriend. Uh, Marty, get in the house. Can I come in the house? Bublé, just go home. There's nothing for you here. The home is where you are. Get out of here! (laughs) She's like... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I told you, really good friends. It's amazing how that works. I bring that up and it cues everything, and that's uh, that's awesome. But I mean, they make fun of each other. So Jen Arden hard. is fantastic. Yeah, she's fucking hilarious. Like, but way before the Jan Arden show, I seen her. Canadian treasure. Her and Rick Mercer was, uh, were fucking amazing too. Yeah, it's her music is so depressing, like Joni Mitchell level depressing. <laughs> oh god Joni, Mil- Joni Mitchell like listens to her music to be like wow maybe this yeah. will cheer me up and no it doesn't <laughs> um, cool Aaron you're number two uh, number two oh holy night Sufjan Stevens I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the first name properly my apologies Sufjan uh, yeah it, it, to me this version it, like, number one, this song is incredible. Like I am, I'm a sucker for Christian Christmas songs. Uh, go figure, Christian, Christian Christmas song. <laughs> um, I was just listening to Boney M's uh, "Mary's Boy Child," and it's like 
Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> it's in his name. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah, Christian Christmas songs. Um, Christmas songs, uh, traditional. Uh, uh, a lot of them hit hit for me. I don't know. They're just so beautiful. They're so beautiful. I'm not much of a religious person. Um, and even to this day, like I kind of consider myself an atheist slash, slash agnostic. Uh, but I still love these songs so, so much. They're just beautiful beautifully written and uh, the music is just absolutely wonderful um, but this version in particular almost sounds like kind of like a, an orphan Christmas where a bunch of friends are just kind of getting together and you know you have like those four friends that are really good musicians and the rest of you are just kind of keeping it together um, you know to keep the beat or the, the harmony and then you're all just having fun you get those little like goosebumps and stuff that's what it reminds me of so having a few Christmases um, around the holiday season with friends in Jasper where, you know, people are from like across the country, across the world, all hanging out. We're just having fun. Um, everyone's playing their own little instrument and we're all singing car carols. It really takes me back to those kind of moments and uh, more than just Christmas uh, with family, but Christmas with friends that are considered family. That sounds beautiful, man. Yeah, the, the whole album is wonderful. Uh, there's another really good one in there. Um, it, there's a few songs that he includes that are quite depressing that I'm not sure if he wrote them himself or if they're just covers that aren't so popular, but um, pretty heavy to listen to, uh, like uh, child abuse and stuff like that. So oh, it's geez. like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, it, it brings all different kinds of aspects and hits differently um, for some songs. So. Some songs are really good. Some songs are really good, and they, yeah. they warm your heart. Some, some songs are also heavy, which I do appreciate. With, like everything is not all fucking bubble gum and uh, you know bubbles floating through the air. So yeah. interesting choice. Interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, Sufyan apparently is how you pronounce it. Sufyan. I knew it's a. I, I'm pretty sure it's a. It's a Hebrew name. I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I have no clue how to pronounce this. I'm going to look it up out of curiosity. So Sufyan. Thank you, young Brian. He's <laughs> like, why is his uh, last name Stevens? Is he the son of Cat Stevens? Yeah. <laughs> it probably is, actually. Fuck. <clears throat> it's, um, it's time for my number one, I guess. And I don't know how you guys are going to feel, love it, love it or hate it. Uh, but nine, my number one is Last Christmas by Wham. So, I... The one thing... The one thing that, uh, that's bothering me about this is this year, more than ever, I have heard, heard this song. Like, this song's always on the radio enough, but I feel like it's number one on the radio right now for Christmas songs. So it's, it's driving me a little... Like, damn, I'm hearing this a lot, but... Um... It's a Christmas song, but it's not even really a Christmas song. Like, there's, it's not a happy song. It's about, it's about loving someone, giving your heart to them, them, them not giving a shit, and you being like, I still love you, and I can fool the again easily if you accepted me, you, you take me. Um, so it's a very interesting song. George, uh, George Michael, obviously wrote it produced it he also played all the instruments wow. including the sleigh bells for it so he did <laughs> everything the most technical one 
yeah, he did every single thing for it, and he didn't even know how to play the synth. So, like, it was apparently very laborious. Uh, he wrote it in his childhood bedroom. Uh, it just came to him. Like, it reminded him being in his childhood bedroom, reminded him of Love Lost and what that felt like. Um, but in the same way, what I always saw it as was when, and the reason why like I view it is Christmas is that time of year that everything's hopeful. Right? It seems it's a very hopeful time of year. And the song can also be viewed as a hopeful song. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, this happened, but we can get past it. You'd accept me that like there's hope to that it's not necessarily doesn't it is depressing uh, a couple other interesting facts about it song never hit number one never hit number one because do they know it's christmas which also features george michael was number one at the scene at the time so this mm. sat at number two that is a really good song though <laughs> i do enjoy that one a lot i sing along with it all the time also, yeah. Eric, ladies do a good cover of it. Yeah. Um, Emma Thompson made a movie oh. based off this song last Christmas. Oh. Did that movie flop? The, I remember the scene, the trailers for it, but then no one talked about it when it came out. It wasn't, it wasn't a very good I remember Hallmark watching it with high it. hopes because of how much I loved this movie. And uh, it was disappointing. It, it just, it spoon-fed you everything. Like, it's one of those movies, one of those movies where it, like, has a twist but like it spoon feeds you every little thing so like it's not even really a twist uh, what you're expecting and what you're hoping for yeah so uh, yeah last Christmas I don't know how you guys feel about it but uh, it's not bad I think as a song itself it like remove it from Christmas it's a fantastic song and then add in the fact that it's uh, it's a Christmas song. It's uh, it's a good song. It's not religious enough for Aaron to, <laughs> to put it on his list. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What was my number five? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's a good Wham song, but like, <laughs> George Michael's fantastic. You cannot insult Wham. <laughs> I mean, you man, you gotta have faith him. that I am going to make fun of George Michael. I do love that uh, song. It's yeah, happening. it's a great Christmas song. It's a good song, but top five, especially this deep in the list, that's a uh, it's a bold choice. But you seem to be a romantic around the holidays, so I can see where that's coming from. Uh, uh romantic, and at the same time, uh, nights the night Santa went crazy makes my list. So, <laughs> psychopath or romantic, it really depends. <laughs> can it be no, both? I just uh, look at overall holiday songs. There's a couple that almost made my list. That it's once again like movie where it's like there's so many. How you're feeling yeah. that day, it could easily impact my list. Like Christmas in Hollis can go from like number one to not even on my list. Yeah. Right? It's a it's amazing how that works. Same with the night Santa went crazy. I threw it in fifth. I actually dropped another song, and I, I'm curious if Aaron or you has it. As a as a top song, um, probably not. I dropped it from my list, so I'm I'm curious for the night. Sam went crazy on a whim, last minute. So mm, yeah. I'll throw it to you, Tim, for your uh, uh, number one. 
Well, I actually picked, uh, bing, 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 The Pogues and Christy McCall, Fairy Tale of New York. This is, uh... Oh, dang. <laughs> I, it's definitely Yours was number day. one, mine was number five. So that <laughs> anyway. that's a match. It's not a dead-on match. We'll get two different sounds, I promise. Um, Sounds good. So this reminds me of a lot of Christmases in my 20s where I was like uh, a vagabond and a wanderer and having uh, friends miss and stuff and, you know, going out and getting just shithoused and wandering around an abandoned city. It was was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I don't know, like I always put this song on for a week between Christmas and New Year's. It's uh, it feels like a new beginnings, greasy, uh, one too many cigarettes and drinks kind of uh, song. Yeah. As I said, it's not, not, not a bad song. Uh, it's a real deep cut for number one. Like a real surprise. Like I'd say that's more surprising to be number one than uh than last christmas but i mean it's a good song it's just uh yeah i'm surprised you made both your lists in general it's impressive what? Dude, totally number <laughs> the holidays are depressing five. that's why it's number one yeah it matches like, all of the suicides that are out there i mean last christmas is also incredibly depressing <laughs> if you think about it <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, Tim. Good choice. <laughs> uh, my number one is Silent Night. Uh, Silent Night. Really, really interesting song in many different ways. Originally written in Austria. Um, interesting story behind it. Oh God damn it! I know. I knew. I knew Brian was gonna be like, "Well, let's pick ones that are like written in like the last century," and I was gonna be like, "Okay." Brian's like, I'm gonna take a lot of it's heat. Just I'm like, so religious. <laughs> probably not. Probably not, Brian. You're probably not gonna take as much heat as me. Uh, so mice in the church got into the organ and uh, messed it all up, and so they couldn't play the song on the organ. So they played it on the guitar, and it's a beautiful song. Uh, talking in the previous podcast, or on how we release this um enjoy a noel uh including the christmas truce this was the song that was sung across the trenches the germans were singing it and the brits were like hey we know that tune and they started singing their version and they started really realizing that they weren't so different from one another and they kind of met in the middle and played some football and then exchanged coffee and cigarettes and chocolate all that good stuff um it's a beautiful song. The the music itself is beautiful, um, and it, I, I would say it, in any language, it's 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 quite remarkable for a piece of music, uh, whether it's Christmas time or not. Uh, I um, when I was in the Czech Republic visiting some family, and it was actually kind of funny because uh, the family I was staying with their their English is kind of broken. And my cousin David, he's like, eh, "Do you believe in God?" And I'm like, "No, not really." And like, I thought he was like, wanted to make conversation. And he's like, "Oh, my my mother was wondering if you wanted to go to church with her." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, of course." And it was like Christmas Eve, and like Christmas Eve is big over there compared to Christmas Day. 
I'm like, oh god, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. No, 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 don't be rude. Of course I'll come. And so I went, and there was a Gintelanite in Czech, and it's just as beautiful as in uh, English or German. Um, yeah, no. Any language, any artist, this song is great. Um, obviously, I have some preferences, but uh, this one, it, oh, sorry, pardon me, um, just as a song in general is, is is awesome, in my opinion. And it's not just because of nostalgia. I just think it's a, a really good song. Very simple. It's easy to play on the piano or guitar or anything like that. Not, not difficult, but yet still holds holds high. Okay. that uh, I'll definitely give that one a listen. I don't think I've actually heard that before but uh oh you've never heard silent night before silent night not that version you're talking silent night holy night look at us in perfect harmony yeah. I was. There was a long story about mice in an organ in a different town, and I started to tune out. I apologize. I I tried to be right there for you, buddy. I tried so hard. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. The the Uh, German version is Sila Nacht. It's uh, it's, it's Um, pretty famous. Aaron, you got really religious on us. I know. I feel bad. I don't know. She converted you? Uh, No, no. Tara's even... Probably lesser religious than I am. I don't know. No, no. These 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 songs we listen to a lot. I like you know, like uh, especially like certain artists we listen to. Uh, whether my parents were playing Kenny G or Celine Dion or some shit, um, they all have their versions of it. Fair enough. And like um, and like talk about power chords with some of these songs, man. Like Oh Holy Night and Emmanuel and stuff like that. Like, oof, like you gotta have some pipes to sing those songs. I think. One like Mariah Carey. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Mariah, Carey could, Mariah Carey could probably old Mariah Carey, like, uh, or should I say young Mariah Carey back in the day? She Pre- could have Pre- busted Nick out Cannon? a pretty Pre- pro Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey. Carey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's here's what I will what I will say overall is each list has an interesting theme to it. The more I look at my list, it's I picked a lot of, even though the content of the song may not be uplifting, all my songs have like an uplifting beat to them. Or like, yeah, they're not, uh, like I don't have a slow song on my list. Uh, Last Christmas is pretty depressing. Yeah, but the beat of Last Christmas is also part of why I like it is like the dichotomy between the, the beat and the actual lyrics is very different. Dichotomy. That's a good word. Uh, thank you. I, I had to get the thesaurus <laughs> out for uh, <laughs> my Get the. As I said, uh, you know, I need to. I need to get a little bit more robust in the vocabulary that I choose. <laughs> sometimes robust, like when I'm explaining. Soup. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm explaining something, we we I tend to get very basic. <laughs> so. The white yeah, woman is strong with you. Uh, I can smell yeah, I turned into spice. a basic bitch. So, with is that Anthony being said, here? before we before we help into uh, honorable mentions, let's just uh, give everyone a chance to know where they can follow you. So you can get hit me up at twitch.tv/slash/notjustbs. 
Tim, where can people find you? They can find me and us on the uh, Beard and Board channel. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, maybe some talks about getting Twitter going. Uh, all social media that I hate to actually participate and do. So don't expect a lot there, but always check the feed. Every Monday morning, there will be a new episode out there for you. Uh, going along with Brian's last thing and trying to hit it as quick as possible, he said there's a theme to everybody's playlist. I guess mine is, uh, I fucking hate Christmas and I must be super depressed because all of mine are slow, sad songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was unintentional. Chalupa? <laughs> My songs are usually goosebumps. They give me goosebumps. They make me feel good. And then I eat lots of baking and I feel even better. Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, chalupacabra52 on Instagram. Uh, if you are a follower of Beard and Borough. Oh, no. Am I losing you guys? I'm the guy with the white hard hat. And I look like a firefighter yeah what's up um, I'll try to be really fast with these. I have a couple that I'm going to be disappointed <laughs> in I have a I have a lot and then I'm just going to like start hitting like albums that I recommend and also I'll share my uh, my, uh, my playlist with everybody it's, it's not complete yet it's always ongoing but... can I jump in with one uh, before you ruin it <laughs> yeah sure why not yeah, this go ahead, gonna, Ryan. This is going to be my number five until I switched it out for the night sand went crazy. And that is Father Christmas by the Kings. Nice one. Yeah, I, I imagine it's on your list knowing you, but maybe it isn't. It is actually not. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I love yeah. the Kings, so uh, the Kings are pretty fucking solid. Yeah, love that Wes Anderson. Uh, <laughs> Run the Jewels. Exodus fucking miracle, great. Bros, the two brothers from uh, the Sheepdogs, they did two Christmas songs. Don't make no fuss. It's, uh, one of their Christmas songs. Check them out. They have, they have some pretty fucking wicked songs as is. Uh, very 70s, 80s uh, rock sound, almost very. I guess you like. Uh, moving on. Uh, First Christmas, Stan Rogers, uh, very heavy. Uh, it feels big time. Bony M. Um, Mary's uh, boy child, child. I don't know what gets me. It's just such a, a happy song. I don't know. It's 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 so good, but so annoying at the same time. Uh, Hark now, hear the angels sing. Uh, Charlie Brown, just doing the very good. Uh, Blue Christmas, Porky Pig. Please, Tim, include this either at the beginning or the end of the podcast. It is comical genius. Um. Snoopy versus the Red Baron, World Guardsman. If you don't know this song, check it out. Very catchy, very fun. Uh, so this is Christmas. John Lennon, again, one that kind of brings the depression back. You're into it. <laughs> He's a horrible human, so is Yoko. We all can agree. Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne, not really a Christmas song, so I didn't include it in the top five, but I think it, uh, it's a good one on. Well, this is Kimono. Um, this is Drive-By Truckers. They're more of a country, uh, an outlaw country band. Uh, check it out. It's a, it's a cool little uh, independent, not independent, but uh, uh, not really a cover of anything. They, they made the song up for themselves. Uh, Run on Rudolph. I think that's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, anything, uh, sorry, Natalie McMaster. 
Angels we heard on heard, have heard high. Uh, it's, a, it's a good fiddle song. Matt Anderson album, uh, Canadian. He's got some pipes. He can sing a lot of those out al- uh, Christmas songs really well. Uh, Benedict for the holidays, Benedict ladies album, Celine Dion album, fucking kick ass. Oscar Peterson, Brian's yawning. I'll, I'll wrap it up. This is like the this is like the Academy Awards. Wrap it up. Oscar Peterson album. He's a, a well-renowned Canadian penis. Check him out. Uh, Bear McNeil and Canadian penis guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Barry McNeil's and the Chieftains sing a lot of songs in Gaelic. If you do have that background, check it out. August Burns Red, uh, metal album, and then also Weezer. They do some really good covers. Yeah, Weezer Weezer in general does some amazing covers. I think it's that... is it the Teal album? That's a full cover album as well. Great album. Not really? even Christmas related, but okay. um Honorable mentions that you did not say uh, <laughs> the Hanukkah song, Adam Sandler. <laughs> that is very good. That's a great yeah, song. Not a Hanukkah Christmas song. song. Holiday. Not Christmas Holiday song. Season. But, Holiday uh, season. But, you know, Christmas adjacent Hanukkah, we'll call it. The holiday yeah. season. Um, you, mentioned, you mentioned John Lennon, and uh, I will argue that Paul McCartney is the better Christmas song in Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh God! I uh, I firmly believe that "Wonderful Christmas Time" is a better better Christmas song. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Pick any version, classic. Yeah. Um, the live Bruce Springsteen version, a little bit different, a uh, little bit overplayed, but some good version overall. Uh, Jackson Five version. Uh, if you're if you're into that, it's good. Uh, it's a good version. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Buble. I like the Buble version of that the most, funny enough. A lot of Buble's Christmas stuff I could care less about. It but is a fun song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas I really like. Uh, here's one that I'm also surprised you didn't mention. It's a little bit unique and doesn't get as much love, and that's Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses. No idea what that song is. You know the one that's like "Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas," but I think I'll miss this one this year. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. That one? No, doesn't no, ring can a you bell. Drop another couple bars on us, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Chalupa, you don't know that one? You have a Christmas playlist, and you don't know. Look up Christmas wrapping right now, like like wrapping paper wrap. W R. Guarantee you'll have heard. I it. You I, got I, some... I, I I got the uh, the play on words. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, there is songs called Christmas Rapping, R.A.P. <laughs> as well. Uh, the first minute is just sound. So, like, it's just instrumental. So you got to go to, like, a minute 20 or something to really know. But I guarantee you guys would recognize it if you heard it. I will definitely take a listen for the next time we record, and I'll give you my uh, honest opinion about it. Cool. I'm actually gonna. The easiest thing for me to do is this: share, copy song link, and then go to our chat and place the song link, the Spotify song link, in the chat. Beautiful. That'll make your lives easier. Uh, and then the only other one that I had that Chalupa didn't mention is "Christmas Time Is Here," Vince Guaraldi. So you know, we kind of talked about you hit a couple different Charlie Brown ones. 
but uh, Christmas time is here. I think is is the one that jumps out to me that uh, that wasn't mentioned. I just got your link there, Brian. I already listened to it. I do not recognize the song. I do apologize. Damn. Uh, I also forgot to include "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." Brenda Lee was pretty fucking great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if that's all your honorable mentions, uh, I'll yes, quickly sir. go through my list. I only have a couple, and then I got to get into handing out a lump of coal, which we no- normally do. But there is a couple really shitty Christmas songs that need to be shouted out, uh, shouted down, <laughs> I should say. Uh, for my honorable mentions, this song I heard about three or four years ago, and it has grown on me ever since. At first, I really despised it. Now, I fucking love it. Dominic the christmas donkey it's like a fun bouncy <laughs> i fucking i love it it's uh the italian christmas donkey dominic it's fucking great um then this one i couldn't put it inside of my list because it's more of just a religious song and not so much a christmas song but religion and christmas are so closely tied to me like i i i, I like oh, that part uh kurt nielsen uh the world idol champion and a couple of his other norwegian friends did a cover of uh hallelujah and when Uh. his voice comes in it's fucking staggering absolutely staggering you're looking at this person and it just doesn't add up that this voice comes out of him but you you feel such power it's it's absolutely amazing i love 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 that cover and for me, it is part of the Christmas background. Like, I want to hear that a couple of times or even on Christmas Eve before you go to bed. It's like, uh, hallelujah. Um, shout out to mom because she helped me uh, put together my list today. Uh, she picked Adam Levine's uh, Happy Christmas. It's a cover of uh, one of the, the Beatles. I think it was Lennon. Uh, Brackets War is Over. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Anne Marie Christmas CD, which we've worn out multiple copies over the years, mm. like cleaning which one, and baking. The first one or second one? I believe the first one, but she's probably gotten both and worn out both. Even nice. in fucking July, she'll start playing that shit. And it, it Walking in a winter wonderland. Anne Marie. Um, but no, okay, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting here and we were trying to find a song uh, that we had heard a long time ago, um, but couldn't quite remember it. And we came across the uh, the YouTube clip that I sent. If we had more time, I would play it and we could w- listen to it because it's the most fucking ridiculous cover of like uh, news coverage of a poor kid that died in Santa's lap. But uh, yeah, it's it's fucking insane. Um but since we don't have time, uh, I will just quickly get into the song that we were searching for. It's an old, uh, I think, 50s song. It's called Billy's Christmas Wish by Red Sovine. Um, and it basically goes through an entire story about uh, this child coming up to a man that looks like Santa and begging him for uh, the gift of letting him go to heaven because he's really sad and his mom works at a bar and his stepdad drinks and beats him because his dad's dead and now he sleeps in cars and he knows that he's a bad kid for doing it and uh surprise surprise by the end of the show he's fucking dead it is the weirdest 
darkest Christmas song and it is bad and that's why it gets a lump of coal. Red Sovine, you fucking monster. Oh, that's man. fucked up. Um, couple ones that I didn't mention. Uh, Christmas is All Around, Billy Mack was on my list of honorable <laughs> mentions. Uh, of course. And uh, one one that's controversial, controversial, but this version of it I really like. Uh, there's a version of Baby It's Cold Outside that's done by Seth MacFarlane and Sarah Bareilles. He's a very good crooner. Yeah, very underrated. He, he really is. And Sarah Sarah Bareilles, I've, I'm a huge fan of. She's absolutely fantastic. So her and Ingrid Michaelson can do no wrong. Um, Billy Idol's version of White Christmas. If you haven't heard Billy Idol's version of White Christmas, a little bit different. I'll dig into um, that. And then, you know, we talked about we talked about it a bit when we were talking about Elf, but Zoe Deschanel has a whole holiday album, and uh, it's a pretty solid album overall. She it has uh, have a great album too. Mm-hmm. Does she have any duets with jo- Gordon Joseph Lovitz? I know they work together pretty Joseph often. Gordon Lovitz. Uh, I uh, I don't think they do not on that album um like her duet of baby it's cold outside with leon redbone she has duets like merry christmas uh she's song merry christmas which is with uh ingrid michelson funny enough which is what kind of kicked zoe deschanel into my head uh yeah whole album's pretty solid though recommend taking a listen i have two more lumps of coal grandma got ran over by a reindeer is fucking annoying. It's not cute. I hate it. I hate that song so much. Uh, I don't know if we have anyone in the chat that loves it. But if you do, you're wrong. And then Christmas Shoes, which is also a ridiculously sad song for no reason. A little boy is trying to buy Christmas Shoes for his dying mother. It's terrible. Huh. <laughs> I was I, I still can't wait for George Harrison or Ringo Starr to come out with their Christmas song so we can argue more about which Beatles is the best Christmas song. I mean, there wasn't much of an argument. You really didn't fight back. Maybe you're just tired, or maybe you realize that uh that John Lennon uh I just know he's not a piece of the best shit. Christmas song. I just think uh, Paul McCartney's a better human being than John Lennon. <laughs> so especially he's better at living than John Lennon. So it's very interesting. You and I could, we could have a whole other podcast talking about the Beatles because we both know a lot about the Beatles. And in some ways you could argue John Lennon wrote some of the best songs. Uh, But it really depends on what you think are the best songs. I'm not a big, like their top hits are their best songs, but there are a few uh, like Eleanor Rigby maybe is one of my favorite Beatles songs. Uh, Listen to Oscar Peterson's piano version of it. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, like, uh, and it also depends on like what era of the Beatles you like the most, and you know like, what album you like. This yeah. goes on and on. Like you can very, you can tell the difference between a, a a Paul song and a John song and a George song, and obviously a Ringo song. Um, <laughs> it, which is funny because I make fun of Ringo so much, and I really don't think he had that much right being a part of the Beatles, but. 
a lot of my favorite Beatles songs are actually his, which I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I read the credits. I'm like, he wrote this? Ah, oh, no. That's not good. Don't Pass Me By was written by him. How is that possible? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I anyway. think we could have a very interesting discussion about that. Uh, maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe A Day in the Life is another song that I really like. That uh, mm. Day in the Life was jointly written. That's the thing. Like some of them are jointly written, which is a little bit and tough. were miscasted as well. Like some of them was like, oh yeah, John had credit in here, but he didn't fucking write a lyric. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's dumb. Um, I really like Golden Slumbers. It's one of my favorite songs for sure. The, the, the whole the whole trilogy, not just one part of it. Mm-hmm. Like how they dissect <laughs> it in uh, Abbey Road, which I've walked down. Oh boy. Yeah. Big, big, big Beatles fan right here. My Beatles erection is growing. Anyway, I gotta get going, boys. Good yeah, night, you're about to pass out. We'll have another discussion about the Beatles altogether. But so uh... <laughs> it was fun. Thanks for laughing at me. Laughing with you, dude. Yeah, and I sent the link for the night Santa went crazy. Enjoy it, guys. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to see my playlist for Christmas, don't don't feel like you need to like critique it by any means it's just me trying to throw some like random fucking songs on there besides the typical ones that are always on the radio um for sure silent pint holy pint you can find it on your search i'll put that in the show notes yeah yeah i absolutely will i absolutely will tim all right man get your five hours widow widow brian Rubbing his eyes. Go to bed, Chico. Come on, Brian. You still got you still got three more hours of gaming ahead of you. No, no gaming tonight. I got an early no. morning. Can't do it. I gotta wake up at seven a.m. with Sabrina. Oh, that's something like my my morning, except without a baby. Yeah. All right. I don't go to bed until of... seven in the morning because fuck me, right? <laughs> fuck me, right? All have right. Fun at getting, fun. Have fun at playing Rocket League, Tim. I will. Uh, and just before you guys go to bed, I know this is going to wreck it, but uh, I have to say... record. <laughs> None of this recorded. Oh, this no. Be an Anthony and Dave podcast. This is going to real fuck with you guys, because uh, my top five, my number five, just so I'll leave you with something for uh, just to sleep on real good. My number five burger is the Domino's Cheeseburger Pizza. And uh, I'm going to justify that later when we get to that episode. So try to sleep. Brian's ready to implode. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have that discussion another time. Tim. We'll you have it another time. Uh, <laughs> I knew we'll Tim was going to... Every episode, I'm like, Tim's going to come up with some stupid argument why this is technically this and not technically that. Like cereal being soup or a hot dog being a sandwich. Yeah. And pizza's you just asshole. an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> No, it's not. You All asshole. right, guys. <laughs> good night, boys. This is bullshit. Have Welcome to Couch Critics Canada. This is toe-to-toe in 60 or so Christmas songs edition, where we will be doing a 
beatdown style top five of our five favorite Christmas songs, poking fun at each other's, finding common ground, all of the fun stuff you would expect from myself, Ryan Smith, my friend, Tim Carr, hey, folks. and my other friend, Aaron Chalupa. Insert Aaron's <laughs> hello here. <laughs> Hi oh, guys, I hope you find your dad. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I brew beer. <laughs> the Grinch, even though it's 25 minutes, is a Christmas movie. In fact, it's the best Christmas movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is my favorite Christmas movie because John Candy is Canadian. And I love Canada. My name is Aaron. <laughs> I grew up on this movie. It hasn't been relevant for 25 years, but it is a good movie. I used to fight fires. That's why Backdraft is now my favorite Christmas movie. John Claude Van Damme is basically Santa. Thank you. Oh my god. Uh, what's the movie where they get trapped in the tunnel? Uh, um, oh, I think they get trapped in Holland, the Holland Tunnel. It gets like flooded. Daylight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's another one of his favorite movies. Anything where firefighters have to come in and save people. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you think they just like spun a wheel when they were like deciding they were writing the holiday and it just like had every major holiday and it was just like Plinko? Like, which one are we going to jam this one into? Honestly, probably. There is something about Christmas time specifically, like Valentine's Day a little bit, but I don't know. Valentine's Day is stupid, but Christmas time where people like to spend Christmas time with other people though. So I think in a movie where two people have gone through breakups and they're looking for something, Christmas time really fits the bill, like that Christmas New Year's time frame. So that, I think... uh, But what if you don't have anyone that loves you that you can share this movie with? Oh, look at me. I got onion soup. (laughs) Garlic soup. I made garlic soup. <laughs> what I put in it? Blue cheese. What? <laughs> I'm a did man's look good, man. Though. I put blue cheese in everything. My name's Aaron. <laughs> we, uh, by the way, we're trying to figure out, and maybe we can line it up, because uh, Aaron and I started to talk about it, going to uh, an OHL game. That sounds good. Yeah. Let's do Getting, it in January uh, when I come up. Getting a little a little hammered at an OHL game. There's some good games in January, too. Uh, we've been looking at games with Hamilton. Uh, and games with uh, well, so if you're coming up, then that that's easy. Nice. We got the AHL in town now, so uh, I was wondering if I should 
I know the Laval Rockets are coming back in December. If I should just risk getting a ticket just in case Carey Price is playing at the AHL that week. And I get to say that I saw Carey Price on ice. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's uh, if you'll know and you'll be able to get a ticket if you follow the news and know for sure, you'll be able to get a ticket when the news breaks whether he's going to be there or not yeah but if you wait too long it's going to sell it yeah so that's the thing i would hold off and just follow all right Aaron. i made garlic soup oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) we were were still we were still roasting you that is what i do Hmm. that is what i do in bravoslava soup makes you it tastes no like shit, from by the Berlin way. will ever follow me, follow and find me in Bratislava. <laughs> oh God, Bratislava is a garbage city. The fact that you bring up Bratislava, not Prague or Budapest, even like you're a horrible. And Bosnia is even part of that Slavic nation. It's a... um, good so... lord, history lesson, <laughs> lesson, God, lesson. Yes, yes, we've all got it our lesson. lesson. <laughs> all right, Christmas song. Uh, so on. I did the intro, and we've left a blank part where you could say hello. <laughs> so 